today on CityCast Denver. This past Sunday, the U.S.-backed government of Afghanistan fell, leaving many Afghans who worked with the U.S. occupying forces in great danger. So today on the show, I'm speaking with Aurangzeb Sharifi, a former Afghan journalist who worked as an interpreter for the U.S. military and found his way to Colorado. Today is Thursday, August 19th, 2021. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Arangzi, thanks for joining me here on CityCast today. Thank you very much for having me. How have the past few weeks been for you watching this unfold from Colorado? Past few weeks were very tense and very, very shocking, especially last Sunday was the darkest day of my life. I cried the whole day. We lost our dignity. We lost our flag, the freedom of speech, the uh, basic humanitarian rights. And that was shocking for me. And that that was shocking for the people uh, in Afghanistan and Afghans who are living living, uh, abroad. I'm so sorry. I can't imagine what that feels like. What do you think people in Denver need to know about what is happening in Afghanistan right now? The people need to know that the United States government left Afghanistan alone. The people who worked shoulder by shoulder with the United States Armed Forces in Afghanistan, they were left behind. You yourself were an interpreter for many years back in Afghanistan. Can you talk to us about the work that you did there? I was working as an interpreter. And uh, besides that, uh, profession-wise, I'm a journalist. And I was working uh, for uh, media as well. So I had double danger. Mm. As an interpreter, I've started working with the uh, International uh, Security Assistance Forces, ISAF, in 2003. Then in 2009, I started working uh, as a journalist uh, for the uh, International Security Assistance Forces television, and we were producing some uh, TV spots promoting the government and the uh, Afghan forces. Then I was threatened And then I've been to India for about one year. And then um, I came back to Afghanistan and I started working with the United States Armed Forces as an interpreter and uh, cultural advisor. But luckily, I was not in the uh, combat operations. Was there one sort of profession that was more dangerous than the other one? Yes. Being an interpreter was more dangerous than being um, uh, a television anchor. I was uh, facing the threats whenever I was going from home to work. I was covering my face to make sure that I'm not recognized. I was trying to make sure that nobody knows that I'm working as an interpreter. It was a harsh life. Why did you decide to go into that? We had uh, two goals over there. The first, uh, we were thinking that not only me, all the interpreters, we we were thinking that, uh, say, the um, uh, international community and the uh, foreign forces are coming all the way from the other corner of the world and helping us. Why shouldn't we help them? Why shouldn't we give them a hand to help us better? Uh, that was the one thing. The second goal that we had is like uh, they were paying a little better than an ordinary job. Do you know what the situation is for folks who have been in the job that you've been in? I have uh, started uh, Operation Rescue Afghan Interpreters uh, Facebook page. This Facebook group is uh, created for the purpose of uh, raising the people who are left behind. I am um, interviewing the interpreters and contractors who are left behind in Afghanistan every night. 
and I'm asking them the similar question from everyone. Where did they work? What did they face? Were they threatened? And what are the challenges that they are facing right now? And uh, the people are sharing the stories. It's really heartbreaking. The people are panicked and they don't know about their tomorrow. And we are trying to raise their voice and uh, trying to find ways, how can we take them out of there? We had a protest on Saturday, asking the government that uh, to find an alternative to bring them out of this danger. Because, you know, we don't have time for uh, that long process. We cannot, you know, wait for that long. So we have to find an alternative to bring all those who are left behind over, uh, or we should take them to a third country to take them out of the danger. What was the process like for you to get to America? It's a long process, and uh, I don't really remember, but it took me for about two years. And you were able to bring your immediate family, but not your extended family. That's right. How did you come to Colorado, of, of all places in the world? We were brought to Albuquerque, New Mexico. My kids were kind of, you know, wondering that if we are really in the United States of America, because uh, what we saw in the United States, it was like New York, Washington, D.C., and California, and beautiful places. When we were brought to Albuquerque, New Mexico, everything was like a desert. It was like worse than some cities of Afghanistan. If you go to Kabul, Kabul is a beautiful city. It's really beautiful. And... Uh, so when we came there, like we were, everybody was like, you know, uh, they were shocked. And we spent there for about almost six months. We decided that we got to go get out of that uh, place because uh, the work was not a lot there. So we were very mm -hmm. limited on work. Then one of my friends, uh, who was my colleague, he was like, uh, I have heard that you were trying to move from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I was like, yes. And he was like, why don't you come and see Colorado? I was like, where is Colorado? He was like, it's right behind your head. I was like, okay. <laughs> Not that far. <laughs> Not that far, yeah. Like, when I just put that in my GPS, it was six hours drive. I was like, let's go ahead. And I talked to some of my friends and uh, we, we drove here. Uh, and uh, I liked it. The reason that I like it is it was, you know, it gave me a feeling of Kabul. The mountains, and uh, I've heard about uh, the uh, four seasons and uh, the terrain. I call it terrain, the geography. So everything was, you know, uh, was was uh, suitable for me, and it, it gave me a feeling of home. So since March 2015, I call Colorado home. We have a lot of community members from places all around the world. Is there a particular part of... Um, Denver or Colorado, where where the Afghan community lives, or are there businesses or restaurants we can support, or any way for for people to connect with the Afghan community here in Colorado? Normally, uh, the Afghans are living in North Denver, Southeast Denver, but mostly the people are living in North Denver a lot. We have another. Uh, Facebook page called Denver Afghan American Community that I am one of the admins and the creator of this uh, uh, Facebook page. We created it in 2018 and it was for the purpose of keeping our cultural uh, uh, values alive. We are looking for some volunteers to join our page to uh, help the people who are 
new arrivals, you know, find some volunteers to help them how to teach them how to drive, to help them show places and whatever we can. I have seen a post today that there will be some refugees brought to Colorado. We will need a huge hand of help for that as well. So I'm asking the Coloradans to Come to Denver African American Community page and like that and uh, send us messages uh, how they can help and we will definitely guide them how to help. So anybody can join the Facebook page and that would be a great way for neighbors to connect and do and help with some basic things like you're saying. Absolutely. You know, for me, it was not very hard, but I feel the newcomers that how hard it is for them. It's a cultural shock. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a new place. Uh, they're uh, looking for jobs. If we have volunteers to, uh, you know, show the newcomers around and uh, help them find find a job, as soon as we meet the uh, newcomers, we will find more than what they need. And yeah. uh, we will definitely go ahead and uh, announce that on our page, that what is the need and what uh, help we need and who can come and step forward uh, helping those newcomers. Well, Aurangzeb, thank you so much for joining me today. You're most welcome, and thank you very much for having me. The Denver Afghan American community will be hosting another demonstration today at 6 p.m. in front of the state capitol. We'll have a link to more information in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us, rate the show wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you later.